from Post Hanoi Rocks, that is uh, Michael Monroe from his Not Faking It release with Dead Jail or Rock and Roll. And um, Michael Monroe's been on the show a few times. I know you recently interviewed him within the last few months, haven't you? Um, Yeah, it was like October, November, somewhere in there. Yeah, I know. I knew it wasn't too long ago. And he's been on the, he was on the show when um, uh, Hanoi Rocks uh, regrouped back in the what was it like the mid 2000s mm-hmm. and uh you know he's been on two or three times good interview guy guy's a good talker you know he's he's not one of these guarded people he basically will come right out there and uh you know tell you what he's thinking mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't give a shit which yeah it's great i i like i like michael i saw i saw uh in the chat room well speaking of swishy guys yeah well <laughs> He might sound it, but he doesn't seem it. No, I bet she's banged more chicks than any of us put together. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so there you are. Yep, yep. So anyway, I was uh, scanning scanning some uh, articles. Uh, our fans have been really generous about uh, um, sending stuff in. Okay. Along with all the stuff that I find. Right. And... Um, Somebody that you like as an artist, I, I've never been into this guy. We've talked about him before. Not, not, a, not the biggest fan. Okay. Well, of course, Bruce Springsteen has to open up his yap. Okay. And has to give his two cents on some current situations. Oh, you mean guy that played at Hillary's shit? <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. I do like Bruce, but fuck you and your political stance, Bruce. Right. You mean nothing. Your politics means nothing, dickhead. Right. Sing a song about being broke at the fucking factory, you cunt. (laughs) So, of course, Bruce Springsteen criticizes Trump's response to the COVID-19 crisis. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Okay. Isn't it a little late in the game to be critical of anybody? You know, I'd like to say that um, that I was not satisfied at all with uh, Johnson's um, Johnson's response to um, Kennedy's murder, too. <laughs> you know, I'd like to voice my outrage, please. Jesus, are you shitting me? Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's sixth installment of his semi-weekly show on his own satellite radio channel dubbed From My Home to Yours. Okay. Since neither one of us subscribed to satellite radio anymore, I'm sure neither one of us was aware of this. Was unaware? Do not care. I'm the same way. <laughs> I mean, if you're still listening to satellite radio, mm-hmm. that's that's as bad as listening to commercial radio. Yeah. I mean, YouTube music, you have every album that's that's out there. So why the fuck would you want somebody else to pick the songs for you? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, whether you uh, listen to it on YouTube or whether you have, a, say, a subscription to, like, Spotify or something. Yeah. You know, you got all the podcasts you could possibly want to listen to. You got all the music you could possibly want to listen to. Everything mm-hmm. is out there. Why would you subscribe to Satellite Radio? Beats me for $15 a month or whatever it is. Yeah, why Why do that? Yeah. What, for the Jason Ellis show? <laughs> Well, my my nephew had uh, bought a new um, uh, Silverado uh, pickup truck a a little over a year ago. Okay. And uh, he hit me up on, it was a few weeks ago. He was just like, I'm trying to unsubscribe to the satellite, you know, because you get a free year. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm trying to unsubscribe to this. How do, what do I got to do to get, get off of this (laughs) And you got to call them and then I know. you got to get. Well, that's exactly what I told him. I said, well, unfortunately, you have to call them and then they're going to sit there and try to uh, entice you to stay as a customer. What about if we give you 12 free months, but you have to pay the shipping and handling of the signal to your car? Right. And it's only $15 a month. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, you're ridiculous with that cancel. You know, no matter what you just say, I want to cancel. Well, what about if we offered you six months for $20? No, I want to cancel. Well, what about if we offered you nine months at $8? No, I want to cancel. Well, what about if it's like, <laughs> just fucking 
last time I canceled, I'd know I dropped F-bombs because I was like, just fucking cancel it. Yeah. Well, I, I know when I canceled mine off of my Camaro and I had to call, mm-hmm. I was yeah. just like, um, don't give me a sales speech. Don't try to entice me to stay. Don't offer me any ridiculous deals because I'm not interested. Yeah. And that's all it took. They said, okay, well, it'll be effective, uh, you know, tomorrow by noon or something. Right. So yeah, it, it's such a, why is it such a pain in the ass? I just want to cancel your fucking shitty service. Well, because they got to pay for that overhead. They got to pay for those satellites that are circling the earth up there. But, sir, you do realize that you will not have access to Howard Stern anymore. Right. Do you understand that? Yeah, well, he's a piece of, he's a shit bag too, so I don't want to pay for that either. But what about quality stuff like Over the Road Channel and Jason Ellis Show and Jim and Sam? You will be losing all of this quality content. Yeah, well, that's every reason why I want to. uh, Jim and Sam, they chased me (laughs) off of satellite radio. Are you kidding me? Uh, Mr. Neely, I can tell by your listening that you are a big Eddie Trunk fan. You do realize you will not get Eddie Trunk right, anymore. Right. Well, I could call Eddie personally if I wanted to. Now, take me off your fucking channel. But if you cancel, Eddie will throw your shirt away again. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Bruce Bruce uh, Springsteen uh, from his uh, personal channel from his personal show from mm-hmm. my home to yours it takes place on Wednesday the boss began his DJ set by ripping into President Trump oh, how bold and brave uh, he is very brave very bold mm-hmm. and other political leaders for their handling of the COVID-19 crisis what a man I know what were they supposed to do Beats me. As heard in the segment, yeah. As heard in the segment from the program posted on Springsteen's official YouTube channel, well, Springsteen kicked things off by saying he had initially prepared a different show for broadcast on this strange and eventful summer, but with a hundred thousand plus Americans dying over the last few months. And the empty, shamed response from our leaders, I've been simply pissed off, he said. Well, the boss is pissed, Chris. Mm-hmm. I need it. I think that's a call to action immediately. It is. What are you going to do about it, Chris? What What do you what what action are you going to take? Because the boss is pissed. I'm thinking I'm going to go smash the windows of a grocery store. That's what I'm going to do. I The boss is angry. I'm going to smash windows. All right. He added, those lives deserve better than just being inconvenient statistics for our president's reelection efforts. It's a national disgrace. Is it? I, I, I don't I don't hear any solutions from you, boss. Well, what, yeah, what, 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 what would you do different, Bruce? How would you have handled it? Dude, he'll get there when he writes that, that killer song that's coming on the, the next album. It, there'll be a song called COVID Solution. Mm-hmm. Well, as, we in, my opinion, down, in my opinion, we closed down for the COVID and all of the liberals cried. Oh, down for the COVID will cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that. Well, I'm going to adopt uh, the policy of another great leader in history, Adolf okay. Hitler, and I'm going to suggest <laughs> the uh, final solution for Mr. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> How about that? That's not very nice. Well, who, if you're a leader, you don't have to be nice. True. Just got to do what you got to do to get the job done. So final solution for you, Mr. Springsteen. But without Bruce, we wouldn't have had Silvio from the Sopranos. <laughs> or or whatever his name was in that movie. What was that show called that we both liked? 
Um, oh yeah, yeah the the one that he's over in the Sweden, one in Norway, or wherever. Yeah, he's yeah. over in he's over in the the Nordic country. What's that called? Well, that there was only what three seasons of that, two or three seasons. Yeah. Oh, that called? I I can't remember what it's called. It's some weird name like Lily Hammer. Lily Hammer. Yeah, that's what. It Which was. is where they had the Olympics. Yeah, we like that. That was a good show. Unfortunately, they didn't carry that on. They should have carried it on. Yeah, they should have because it was funny. It was good. It was a good show. Um, Springsteen noted that instead of playing songs to celebrate the joys of summer, we will be contemplating on our current circumstances with the coronavirus and the cost that it has drawn from our nation. We will be calculating what we've lost. What did you lose, Bruce? Yeah, not a goddamn thing. I'm sure you're in your uh, gated community with your security detail, keeping the Black Lives Matter individuals out of your neighborhood. Well, I'm glad to see that the COVID didn't affect any other country except the U.S. Yeah. You know, because none of those other world leaders were bad, just Trump. I wish these guys would stop. They're making me defend Trump. I don't even want to defend Trump, and they're making me because they're so fucking dumb. Yeah. It's like, God damn it, dude. Where's your, where, where are you slamming everybody else? Everybody had people dying. How come you're not slamming Mr. Wu or whatever his name is in fucking China? Mr. Xi. Mr. Xi, the one that fucking started this shit, you cocksucker. Go drink water at fucking the, the nuclear plant, you dick. Shut up. <laughs> Then write a song about it. Right. We will be calculating what we've lost, sending prayers for the deceased and the families that they've left behind. Boy, isn't that isn't that the most empty thing you ever heard? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and yeah. prayers. My God. What, what, did, here. <laughs> what, what did you do, Bruce? What did you do for the virus? What did you what was your contribution? Hey, Lord, Bruce here. I'd like to send thoughts and prayers to all of your newly newly acquired talent. Starting with Mr. Floyd, because he died of COVID. Yeah, of course he did. He, he died of the COVID. So he's a he's a statistical one. He mm-hmm. died of everything. The bad police. He's everything wrong with America, Lord. I hope you can fix it. He died from police brutality and COVID. Donald Trump and Donald Trump. He's a double killer. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump is the one who put his knee on the back of Mr. Floyd's neck. Yes, he is. I'm I'm sure of it. Created a culture. That's the that's the new fucking bullshit term. Well, he created the culture that allowed that to happen. Did he? Yeah, you yeah. know, because there were never bad cops until three years ago. Yeah, three three years ago, <laughs> no, nothing like this ever happened. Ooh. No bad cops until three years ago. Right. He also described his set as rock and roll requiem and said he'd be starting things off by sending one to the man sitting behind the resolute desk. Ooh. Ooh. Directing his remarks to the president, Springsteen declared. He declared, Chris. Okay. The boss is speaking here. Step back, strap in. With all respect, sir, show some consideration and care for your countrymen and your country. Put on a fucking mask. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Why don't you put on a mask and fill it with gas first? (laughs) Final solution. Final solution for you, Springsteen. That's my, Jesus that's Christ. my, that's my decree to you. Final solution. What a dick. Shut up. You're about two months behind with the mask talk, Bruce. When'd you record this March? <laughs> Shut up, dickhead. Put on a mask. Put on a mask. Jesus. Trump has made numerous public appearances without a mask. Oh boy. What a dick. Although the health officials have recommended putting on, recommended, didn't say mandatory, said recommended, putting on Uh a facial cover-up to help prevent the spread of the virus. 
And they've also changed their mind on that about 15 times, too. Yeah. So it really just depends on what day it is, dick fuck. Shut up. Sing a song, cocksucker. Good Lord. And I like Springsteen, but what a dick. (laughs) Good God, he's really making me not like him. Well, the people reacting to this story didn't like what Mr. Springsteen had to say overwhelmingly. I'll bet they didn't. Nope. Not a word about Governor Murphy or New Jersey who forced virus-infected patients into senior living facilities. New Jersey has twice the virus death rate of any independent country in the entire world, and for a reason. Do you think he still lives in Jersey? I'm thinking he does. I don't know. I'm betting he lives in L.A. now. Words are a lot easier and cheaper. It's important for celebrities to appear to care. Otherwise, they'd be judged by the sheltered, gated communities that they live in, or worse, be asked to give their wealth to the cause. Yeah, can't do that. While Brucey is calculating the costs done to the nation, I hope he includes how his precious New Jersey and New York Shore region had the highest number of cases compared to other regions in the nation. Get busy. That will require a lot of work. By the way, you fit your song Glory Days perfectly now. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, to, to put Mr. Springsteen's stance into perspective, he once promised he would never make a compilation or a best of album because it would rip off the fans. Then it turned, then he turned around and did the very thing, not once, but many times. Yeah. He's got a bunch of them out there. He's got, (laughs) he's got at least four because he has top tracks. Then he has the top tracks box set. He has greatest hits. Uh, he has the live 75 to 85. Yeah, he's he's done that a bunch of times. Right. I only know because I have them all. Right. Sure you do. <laughs> so I'm a dork. There were no suggestions in the article on how to do things better to move forward. Only criticisms of the president's and his pro- policies. So all he can do is sit home and broadcast on his YouTube channel and be critical. Where are the ideas, Bruce? Where is the plan? Hey, I just write songs. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, January 21st, 2020, first case of coronavirus in Seattle. Trump, no mask. June 20th, 2020, rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Trump, no mask. If Trump and his people around him haven't been exposed or caught the COVID-19 by now, don't worry about it, Springsteen. It's not your place to tell the boss of the USA what to do. His doctors will. Or no one will. Maybe he chooses to get it and die. That's his choice, cocksucker. Worry about yourself. Don't worry about him. You're so worried and you have to meet him. Wear a fucking mask. Right. Till then, shut up. So, Mr. Springsteen, what would you have done? See lots of critics, but nobody has uh, what their options would have been. Oh, what they say he should have done. Uh, He should listen to the experts. Well, he did. It was the CDC, and that decided that they wanted their own test, and then they made something that didn't work. Well, into February, the... uh, the NIH was saying the risk of the transmission, the U S was low. (laughs) Springsteen needs to social distance from his microphone. Exactly. Good Lord. Gee, Mr. Springsteen. It's so politically correct. Nothing is wrong with having a half a billion in assets living in a very secure location. Black lives matter, free location, segregated community, have Black Lives Matters visit him, and let's see. Let's have the police delay their response. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you ever notice how people who don't need jobs love to tell others what what is needed? Yeah. And finally, who has better deals on tools, Home Depot or Hollywood? <laughs> 
That's funny. Yep. So there you go. Bruce Springsteen not being well received by the fans. Guess not. Yeah. You should have done better, man. Yeah. Well, what would you have done, Bruce? I don't know, man, but he should have done better. Whatever. Shut up. Sing a song and shut it. Yeah. Shut it, Bruce. Nobody wants to hear from you. Yeah. They only want to hear songs. You know, it's funny because so many of these artists are just fucking themselves with their fucking political shit. And, and there, you know, I, I read an article, Tony Harnell was, um, <clears throat> talking about how, how musicians and he, and he has the absolute right to spew his, um, his political opinions. And I agree with them. They do have the absolute right, but they, I, I guess what, what it comes down to is they should at least consider all artists, not just Harnell or Springsteen, but all artists should consider that people are not going to fucking just blindly buy their shit. You know, people are going to remember that they were cunty and treated their fucking fans like they were stupid. They, like the fans were stupid and they're they're so fucking entitled or, you know, enlightened. And that's bullshit, man. It's like, you know, it's the same thing with the whole... NFL with the with the flag and all that and all the other shit. And I don't want to get into all that unless you want to, but <clears throat> it's just the thing of you have to have some kind of common sense as to what it is you do. You know, if you're a plumber and you're saying fuck Trump on Facebook or whatever, okay, fair enough. You're a fucking plumber. Nobody's nobody's gonna nobody's looking to you to escape their real life. The only thing they're looking to do is escape that shit filled turd, turd collector in their bathroom. (laughs) You know, that's all they're looking to do. When you go to listen to music or when you go to watch a movie or, or, you know, any of this stuff, you're looking to escape whatever the fuck it is. that's in your life for your, your, your daily grind. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I, if I was a serious XM subscriber, and I'm a Springsteen fan. I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is cool. There's a there's a station on you know Springsteen where I can listen to Springsteen. Yeah, and, and I'm paying for this on top of that. Yeah, exactly. The last thing I want is to turn it on and and hear politics of any kind. I don't care what his politics are. I don't care if they match mine or not. That's not what I want to hear. I want to hear fucking driving down to Darlington County. The live version that I haven't heard before. I want to hear little Steven doing Lost to Separatacitos. You know, I want to hear that kind of shit. I don't want to hear political nonsense. That's your, that, your job is to entertain on a, on a radio program that people are paying to hear you entertain on. Not fucking be a political pundit. Stupid. I agree. Well, speaking of that, since you brought it up, okay, uh, this happened south of you. Mm-hmm. An Ohio photographer is being praised online for shutting down a client who tried to terminate her contract over her support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. Shakira Rochelle, a Cincinnati area wedding and birth photographer, received a text message from a bride-to-be on June 15th expressing anger over Rochelle's personal social media posts supporting Black Lives Matter. So she was mad that the photographer is pro-Black Lives Matter? That is correct. Okay. In the text message, which she shared on Twitter. Of course she did. Of course, we can't have a private uh, you know, discussion between you and your clients without having to broadcast it out there. Mm-hmm. The bride requested a refund on her deposit on the grounds that she and her fiance cannot bring themselves to support anyone who is so outspoken on matters that simply do not concern them as well as someone that does not believe that all lives matter. 
Okay, and the photographer, I hope, told her to go fuck herself. Well, she did. Ah, good. We would be truly embarrassed to have you at our event and feel that you aren't able, you aren't stable enough to complete the job we need you to do. The bride okay. added. Please, well, sorry, but you, but you paid the deposit to hold the date, so now I now I didn't book the date, so fuck you. Please let me know when and how we can expect our refund. And we are requesting to be relieved from our contract. Thanks. Nope. In response, nope. Rochelle explained that unfortunately there was nothing she could do as the contract the couple signed was non-refundable. Yeah. Good. I will. Good. I will email you a cancellation agreement shortly that will require your signature to forfeit your date. Rochelle added. I wish you a lifetime of growth, and I would like to thank you for your donation to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> the bride simply replied, you will be hearing from my attorney. Okay, fine. The attorney's going to tell her that she won't be hearing from the attorney because the attorney's going to say ironclad. Right. No way is she going to get that money back. Rochelle told the told the press that prior to the exchange, she and the bride had met on two separate occasions. Once during the initial consultation where the pair reviewed the packages for the January 2021 wedding. Who gets married in January? This is kind of odd. In Ohio, of all places. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a vacation spot in January. <laughs> yes and signed the aforementioned contract and a second time to take the couple's engagement photos, which is complimentary with the package the bride chose. Okay. Tell you what, just, just the thought that people go through these pains of scheduling a photographer to take pictures of an engagement and take pictures uh -huh. of a it just It's just like, ugh. <laughs> Waste of money. I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> what how much money it was? Does it say? Uh, well, it doesn't say. But I it can it can get kind of pricey. I just wonder if it's look, worth the hassle. Well, look, look it up. Just just see if you can find out what if you can find a cost of say wedding photos. Just just look that up. See see what like the average cost of a photographer to take your wedding pictures. 2400 bucks. Is that what it is? Oh, there you go. It's 25 grand, 2500 bucks. I don't know. I don't know that I'd want to go through the hassle. Of Me either. That. Fuck that. Over over 1200 bucks cuz it's half. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Exactly. I think I'd probably just say here's your money cunt and yeah. send it to her pennies. We got along very well in both situations. So well in fact that she followed my personal social media Big mistake. So dumb. Stay off of the fucking social media, people. All of you. Mm -hmm. If you're a fan of this show and you're still on social media, I disown all of you. I hate you all. <laughs> Include me. I'm still on there. Yeah, you should get off there, too. Uh, Rochelle shared, that's where I believe she realized we must have different views on things. Though Rochelle said she was uh, unsure of the exact deciding point that led to the bride to cancel her services, she said she'd been actively sharing educational material, educational material, you mean activism, on yeah. her social media pages following the recent killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery. Well, I don't know all those names. Well, the the um, Ahmad Aubrey is the one of the guy who was quote unquote jogging through the neighborhood, and these these right wing gun toting guys just blew him away. Oh, okay. And then George Floyd. I, I'm not sure about this Breonna Taylor. Don't know what that one is exactly, but you know uh, what? If it doesn't involve, if it doesn't affect me watching F is for Family or boxing on fucking YouTube, then I don't care. Yep. I shared a lot of things on my profile in hopes of quote unquote educating people and otherwise 
in other words, trying to see things my way, Mm -hmm. and showing support as well as attended protests and even stood alone with a sign on the sidewalk in my own small town two weeks ago. So what? (laughs) Look at me. Look at me. I'm doing I'm doing the Lord's work. You'd think she'd want photos since she's such a fucking attention whore. Jesus. Yeah. Rochelle says she's not heard from the bride since the tweets of the text exchange went viral, racking up 1.1 million likes and nearly 200,000 retweets in just three days. Why? I have not heard anything from her, she said. She has deactivated her social media and she has yet to sign the release of the contract that I have sent her. Rochelle also shared the exchange on her own personal Facebook where she received an outpouring of support of friends and customers and strangers alike. Well, what about the uh, one? Did you share the ones that uh, did not support you? No, of course not. No, you only shared the good ones, right? Mm-hmm. Did you did you support the ones that had an uh, opposing view? Of course not. No. She's my hero. One woman wrote. Oh my god! Not all heroes wear capes. Said another. Oh god! Some wheeled camera equipment. Oh shut up! <laughs> my god! Stop with your fucking. Cheese dick slogans. Right. Not all heroes wear capes, some wear camera gear. Fuck you. So brave. Oh, so bold. So bold. So brave. Two days after the text messages were shared, Rochelle again took to Facebook to address a group of people who had apparently used Facebook Photoshop versions of her exchange to make it seem as though the incident was fabricated in order to boost her business. Mm. I was hoping to lay low until this frenzy blew over. That's why you posted uh, personal tweets and communications. Yeah. That's because you wanted it to just blow over. Yeah, of course. Sure you did. But today I woke up to something that hurt my soul, she wrote. Oh, no. There is a Photoshop screenshot circulating starting that coming forward with the story was a business tactic to make profit off the Black Lives Matter movement. See, that (laughs) that would be out of the ordinary to do something like that. Yeah, nobody would ever do that. No, nobody would ever do that. (laughs) No one would ever yeah, do rick. that yeah rick <laughs> and if you're not subscribed to cms tv you don't get the joke yeah no one would ever do anything to capitalize on that right. black lives matter movement no yeah. one would do that right no one Uh, this is the most incredibly absurd thing I've ever heard. This is incredibly absurd. <laughs> <laughs> the original post started out as private until I decided to share it with everyone because I wanted to make an ass out of my customers. Yeah, that's not what she said, but uh, asked if she should share it. I never had the intention or the desire to go viral for this or anything else. Sure, you didn't. Yeah, no. Because nobody wants to promote their business to more people. No. Nobody wants to do that. The photographer went on to explain that prior to the post, she was already booked through the winter of 2020 and was not even close to hurting for business. Mm, good. I already. So the, the well, hold on. So if that's the case, give the 1200 bucks back and be done with the shit. No, I can't no? do that. No. No, instead, you got to fucking have a Facebook or a Twitter war with this fucking idiot. Yeah, of course. Idiots. I, I already don't have enough availability as, as it is, she wrote. I considered deleting the original post, 
But it's viral now and on multiple platforms from other people and deleting it would go against everything I stand for. What do you stand for? $1,200. Yeah. (laughs) I've always stood up for human rights and will continue to do so. I have marched with my loved ones as well as alone, she added. My intentions are pure. Please know that what you saw from me was the complete story. Okay. Whatever. Who cares? You're a fucking photographer in some bullshit thing taking that's got fired from taking pictures from two ugly fucking idiots getting married. Right. Who cares? Next. <laughs> Despite losing a client, Rochelle told uh, the media she stands for her decision to share the messages in hopes of exposing the level of racism and hatred (laughs) that still abounds in America. So basically, because somebody doesn't support her thoughts, they're automatically racist and they're they're hateful. Yeah, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. So having an opposing opinion that that just automatically uh, um, um, marginalizes you to being a hateful racist. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Can't have a different opinion. Nope. It was important to me for people to understand that these these things are happening. Why? Why is this so important to you? Why, and, and more to the point, if it's important to you, you you know it's happening. So stop. Yeah. It's the end of it. You're, you're, you're self-important is the problem. That is the problem. That's, that's the problem. It's not that this is important things happening. It's that you're self-important. You think because you fucking are for it that everybody needs to be for it. Fuck you. <laughs> Your opinion really doesn't matter. No. All opinions matter. No, they don't. None of them matter. All, all, all lives matter. All opinions no, they matter. Don't. No, no lives matter. <laughs> no lives matter. That's my slogan. No fucking lives matter. Black you know, olives the, matter, pal. The only thing that should matter to anybody is how they act and how they treat people. Doesn't matter what anybody else says or does. It's none of your fucking business. Well, on social media, it's everything. It's fucking garbage. (laughs) Racism is very real and very alive today. No amount of backlash I've received will come close to what our people of color experience every day for just waking up. (laughs) And for that, I will keep standing and I will keep fighting for what I believe is right. Oh, good for you. You're so brave and so bold. Shut up. You're an ass. Well, here's a few reactions. Am I supposed to be checking everyone's social media's posts to see if I need to be offended? I may have less friends than I think. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Uh, The bride should have made her wedding theme All Lives Matter complete with a large banner and request that all photos of the wedding party be taken with that in the background. I suspect that the photographer would have broken that contract. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I the only one who finds it problematic that so many people think that it's perfectly acceptable to share private texts and emails on social media? Isn't there something called confidentiality? I don't agree with the bride, but it was private correspondence. How is that even legal to publish that without consent? It's not private. See, that's that's where people are stupid. That person that posted that, while I agree with the sentiment, they're absolutely 100% wrong. It's not. It's a public forum. Even a DM is not not considered a private correspondence, Mm -hmm. not legally. It's a, it's it's conversation that happened on a public on a public forum. You know, you if if you're going to use if you're going to if you if you say anything, you should fucking say it on the phone. You know, that's a private one to one there's an expectation of privacy there and even then it doesn't work. 
Let's be honest. How many leaked phone calls have we fucking heard? No over kidding. The years? There's no privacy. Fuck that shit. Yep. Stop thinking. Get privacy. You got none. Yeah. Well, think about this. The gist of this article would be completely different if the photographer was a Trump supporter instead of Black Lives Matter and the bride and the groom were not. Maybe, but it's not the way it is. So so what if a gay couple had hired a photographer under similar situation and then found that their photographer had posted support for the Westboro Baptist Church? If they had tried to cancel their booking with the photographer, would the media post a similar story defending the photographer? Somehow, I think not. No, the media wouldn't. And and again, it all goes back to the whole contract. Once you sign a contract that says there are no refunds on the deposit, you're fucked. You're fucked. That When you sign that contract and it says no refunds, you doing your diligence, whatever that diligence is, is implied there that you've done your diligence and you've decided that this person is worthy of taking your money so that they owe the photographer owes these people nothing. Well, and I, she should give it back just to get rid of this fucking nonsense and move on with her life instead of dragging this out for months, you know, but that being said, you know, she doesn't have to, she can keep that money and let them and go to court and then have to make them pay court fees too. If the, you know, I'm sure there'll be some fucking scumbag lawyer that'll that'll take the case. Yeah. Well, here's somebody who agrees with you. Okay. Uh, I don't think your wedding photographer's political views are a good reason to cancel a contract. I'm sure there's a written cancellation policy in the contract that the couple has to abide by. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't know her shit. Or, or she don't know them shit is what I mean. Right. Fuck this lady, dummy. <laughs> Hire Joe Cleon for God's sakes. He'll do he'll do your pictures. Sure. And he hates the cops. He'd be ready for you. And one more. I agree that the contract is a contract and absent a refund clause, no refund is owed. I am curious though that if the wedding photographer was very pro Trump or pro Rush Limbaugh while her client who hated Trump discovered a photo of her wearing a MAGA hat wanted to cancel and they wanted to cancel the contract and demanded a refund, uh, would they receive the same public support? And that was signed Wendell N in Indiana. <laughs> so there, there you go. It, it's, it just depends on who's reporting the story. Now see in this story, she's a hero, but if it was the other way around, she'd be, yeah, they had every reason to re- they had every yeah. reason to uh, cancel their contract. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, probably all her pictures would come out orange. Yeah. Yeah, like the orange man, the big bad orange man. Ooh. <laughs> Idiots. And uh, the photographer was right to refuse to give a refund, but it certainly was not an act of heroism. No. Idiots. <laughs> fucking hate people. There you are. So it just People's. depends on how it's always, it's always, uh, uh, you know, the, what viewpoint you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Just dumb, dumb. Well, speaking of dumb and people who could lose a lot of, uh, a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> um, it looks like Joe Rogan is under a lot of heat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we're talking about a lot of money. He's not going to get fired, though. No way. But go ahead. So Joe Rogan is under fire for laughing about coercing women to have sex. He laughed about it. Ten years ago. No. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and, and I meant to bring this up in the first break. Yeah. But we were talking about the whole YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about you. You were talking about how they edit some of our shows, you know, taking out content and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're going back ten years and finding shit we did ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They're. We get those notifications all the time that say, <laughs> "There, this was this was flagged from 
segment from 2007 or whatever. <laughs> it's like, are you shitting me? You're looking at content from that long ago? Yeah, 2007. Yeah, well, it doesn't meet our today's standards. Well, it did uh, at that time. Yeah. Well, well anyway, I, you- <laughs> Joe Rogan is in hot water after a video surfaced of him laughing. Mm-hmm. While friend and fellow comedian Joey Coco Diaz spoke about not allowing female comedians to go on stage unless they performed oral sex on him. <laughs> he laughed and he laughed. Oh, that's terrible. That's the gateway. I'd, I'd like to retract my laughter that I just had now. That was not funny. That's the gateway into coming to Hollywood, and everybody knows that, Diaz said. How many girls did you have to do that, Rogan asked. Oh, 20, Diaz responded as Rogan laughed, and he laughed, and he threw his head back, and he clapped his hands. He's probably still laughing 10 Uh, years later. (laughs) I like how the fact that they described it, he went, (laughs) Oh, my God. Makes it 10 times worse that he did that. Oh, yeah. Sure does. (laughs) The clip from 2011 episode of his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, was first posted to Twitter Wednesday, Mm -hmm. but began making the rounds online Friday evening, stirring up the ire of the cancel mobs. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Some took aim at Spotify attacking the company for their recent decision to sign Rogan up for up to $100 million in a contract. Right. Rogan just got a deal with Spotify worth over $100 million. Do you condone this? Asked notable Parkland School shooting survivor David David Hogg. This is who's fucking having a problem? David fucking Hogg? Yeah, he's a survivor. Shut up. Hey, survivor, right? He was home. He's homesick. Yeah. If Spotify doesn't condemn this, we should boycott Spotify. Yeah, go ahead. Do that. Yeah, David Hogg. (laughs) Go ahead. Boycott Spotify. That'll last a day. Yeah. Author and uh, author Catherine M. Valente added, Rogan doesn't have one word to say against this. It's hilarious to him. Ha ha, you rape me. You rape so many ladies and you want to tell me this man should be part of our political discourse. Is he part of the political discourse? I think he's he's. He's been given that title. I don't think he, uh, you know, strives to be that. But I think because because his show's so fucking popular that um, that his political, you know, words are considered. I guess. <laughs> okay. The Rogan dust up comes just hours after he made remarks criticizing liberals in the media, which he said had completely ignored. Former Vice President Joe Biden's cognitive decline. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mark Levin has been pounding on that uh, for for months now, mm-hmm. and it's very clear that uh, Biden is in the uh, in the early stages of dementia. I mean, any, any, country. anybody who sees that knows this. This isn't news. Huh? Make your up make up your own mind. Hmm. But this whole sins of the past thing is just ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's stupid. You know, what what was what was acceptable 10 and 12 years ago may not be acceptable now, but in the context of things, you're holding the same standard of today, whatever today's standards might be, uh, compared to what it was 10, 12, 20 years ago. Are we going to just cancel everything? Yeah, now? where we're going to just band, every artist, every because, dude, you've been you've been at shows and I've been at shows where they'll be they'll like kind of cattle call after after the show and they'll be like chicks 
and the the roadies will literally say, "We need four chicks that'll that'll suck the guy's dicks." After you know, once they take a shower, who's who's volunteering? Now say it in the open. Have you not been to a show where you've seen that? Yeah, absolutely. That's that. So what? Are we going to cancel every Def Leppard and Bon Jovi and fucking Metallica and, and everybody else that's done this shit? It's happened. It's happened forever. It's been part of the game. Now it's not because you're wearing pink pussy hats. Fuck you. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. How about this? If somebody tells you that you got to suck some dick in order to get ahead, tell them no. How about that? Worry about your own fucking behavior. Stop worrying about everybody else's. I'm sure some of those women were happy to suck Joey Diaz's dick to get a fucking five-minute open mic spot. They probably just want to suck his dick anyway. Don't know why, but maybe they wanted to. (laughs) Who cares? You're making it sound like Joey Diaz forced everybody to do this. And I'm not saying that it's even right. I'm just saying it's just as easy to say no. It's just as easy to say no. Yep. Just fucking stop with all this nonsense. I'm tired of everything being a fucking problem. I agree. Worry about today. Yep. Idiots. All right. Well, Skippy in the chat room sent over a song. I don't know if you're aware of this, mm-hmm. but apparently somebody that you recently interviewed. Yes. Dennis DeYoung. Okay. Yeah. He put out a song. He's tired of the fake news and, and all the bullshit oh, yeah. that goes on there. Are you aware of it? I'm very aware of it. I talked to him about it in the interview. All right. Well, he uh, he put out the song. There's a music video out there for it. It's on mm-hmm. it's on uh, YouTube and other outlets. Okay. And it's basically, uh, with all due respect, is the name of the song. Yeah. And he calls out uh, social media and all or and uh, the the fake news. Or basically, he just said you bunch of you're a bunch of assholes. Yeah, pretty much. So I thought I'd take us out of this uh, segment uh, with this new Dennis D. Young song, uh, with all due respect. All right. And uh, basically, call out uh, social media and the news media for being the assholes that they are. That's right. All right. So if you haven't heard this song, it's actually pretty good. So uh, right. let's check out this brand new Dennis D. Young song, with all due respect. You're a bunch of assholes exclusively here (laughs) on your classic metal show.